Hey, peace, world. Welcome to another episode of It's Always Personal. I'm the host, Wood. You can also check me out on um, on my YouTube channel. Pay Me No Mind. That's the name of the YouTube channel. Uh, and if you want to contact me about anything that I discuss or say on this show, you can get at me at... If you send an email to uh, pay me no mind show at gmail.com. So, um, I'm not really going to break this up into segments. This is kind of like an episode, a half episode. I just dropped one yesterday. I see there's been no plays to it already. And, but this is a tie in to what I was talking about with Jamel, with Jamel Hill and um, Carrie Champion. And then it's also piggybacks off of maybe the first episode that I did coming back from my lengthy hiatus when I was talking about Michael, Jenkin, Michael Jenkins and this uninterrupted video that's on YouTube. The channel is uninterrupted. But the brother just went on there to say that we what we need to do and how we should protect, respect, honor. And uh, basically, you know, basically that's it. But how we should protect black women. And it was some bullshit ass responses on there from a lot of dudes. Go check out the episode. I'm not going to rehash all of it here, but I was kind of between topics a little bit in the last episode. And I wanted to talk about like who gets to say what a real black man is or, um, how black men are really moving right now at the moment. Like all these people in the public eye get to define that. And I reject all of that shit. I reject quite a bit of that shit. And I'm a little charged up about it. Even, even from my lowly ass position with my two or three listeners. I'm serious about this shit. Super serious. But right on cue, what I couldn't kind of zero in yesterday, and I ended up talking about Jamel Hill and Carrie Champion, but I get, a, I get a notification on my phone today about 50 Cent. And he disses, the, the, the article was on hotnewhiphop.com. What a wonderful site. Really no shots, but, you know. They've been around for several years now, so I guess it's working. But 50 Cent disses Issa Rae while praising Lala Anthony. And this is this is a perfect example of are we going to be a man or are we going to be a man? When do we want to be a man? When do we want to be men and when do we and when do we want to be men? What the fuck is being a, is a man, is being a black man right now? This shit that's, that 50 Cent did, a long line of, line of things that 50 Cent has done, is some fuck shit. It's some fuck boy shit. But it goes without any criticism from any man, any significant, any man of significance. A lot of dudes don't want to raise up against 50 Cent. And I'm not really trying to 
this just it's not really that I'm trying to come for 50 Cent as much as I got to walk away from certain aspects of my community. I got to distance myself away from a lot of shit in my community. And I'm like this man with no nation because of the bullshit that I see and the bullshit that's constantly accepted. I'm also getting into Snoop Dogg. He's another one that was on some fuckery and nobody said anything about. I'm going to go into this article. I'm, I'm going to go on and make this into some segments in case people want to, you know, the two or three people want to skip through this shit. But um, this shit kind of has me hot. I'm going to go through the comment section on this video, too, on this article, too, because I want to I, I see it's promising that we see some people. Speaking out on the fuck shit, it's also noteworthy that the text or the Instagram post that was in this article has since been removed from 50 cents Instagram account. Cause he knew it was some fuck shit. Now some people on here in, in the, like they saying in the comment sections, he did it, it. It was for a stunt. It was for clout chasing or blah, blah. It was for attention. Fuck all that. Like, but, but it's, but it's, but it's a, uh, it's a, um, it's, it's outlets like hotnewhiphop.com and a couple of others. This is how they get their clicks every day, though. So we can't even ignore this shit. But I'm going to dig down further into it and, 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 and come at it from my approach on the other side of this break. So like I said, going back to the Malcolm Jenkins episode, I said it, or I made the comment on Google or on YouTube, I'm sorry, that Malcolm Jenkins came out here and got a lot of stick, pause, for saying he wanted to protect black women and, and for uh, honoring all the black women in his life and his wife. I believe he has at least one daughter. I think they have multiple children. Um, but he, he said he had a business partner from high school. He had his mother, his wife, like they run his uh, charitable organization. He isn't just a dude sitting up on Sundays uh, indefinitely making um, protesting. He actually has uh, a an organization that's doing something. I'm sorry, I don't know what that is. But I said... He could go out here and say, hey, I just want to protect these women and make sure these women are feel safe and that they can succeed. And it would be some motherfucker hating on that. But if a, but if another black man came out and said, man, fuck all these black bitches out here, he would have an army behind him of cats saluting him. An army. So let's get into this, this, uh, this article on Hot New Hip Hop. 50 Cent unnecessarily shaded Issa Rae, among others, while congratulating Lala Anthony on her latest project. Um, they say uh, this person, oh, the article is by Alex Zedell or Zidel. It's insane to think that somebody who has made a career out of being a prominent television producer for some of the hottest shows in the last five years does not know who Issa Rae is. Issa Rae, the lead star of Insecure. Recent host of Saturday Night Live, BET Award-winning, Emmy-nominated actress, 
star of the Oscar-winning short film Hair Love, that Issa Rae. 50 Cent has absolutely no clue who Issa Rae is. Go down in here. Um, last night, the rap legend. I, I didn't know he was a rap legend, I, honestly. I mean, prominent figure, but I didn't know he was no legend. But I guess for today's standards, you know, what, whatever. The rap legend took to Instagram to praise Lala Anthony on her latest endeavor, signing on to become a producer on Universal's new horror comedy, Juju. Angela, Angelica Nwandu has been tapped to write the series, and Thimby Banks will direct. Having worked hand-in-hand -hand with Lala Anthony a few times, 50 Cent took time out of his day to congratulate the star on her next moves but he also made sure to throw shade at everyone else involved in the production. The quote on the, uh, the quote on the, uh, the Instagram, the no longer available or the, the since removed Instagram post is at Lala out here killing shit. I love it. Said the power producer who these other bitches, LOL. Bitches is spelled with um, B, uh, uh, exclamation mark, T-C-H-E-S. Zadell goes on to say the last comment was referring to Issa, Angel Angelica, and Thimby. They were in this picture, I guess, that he had in his post. And it was totally unnecessary. Can't say we're surprised, though, though this seems to be Fifth's entire M.O., Regardless of 50's messiness, we'd like to congratulate all of the incredibly talented women who have been confirmed for the new project. Hmm. How do you feel about that? Lala out here killing shit. I love it, said the power producer. Who are these other bitches? Laughing out loud. Keep in mind, this is a 45-year-old man. But this brother on the, on the Michael Jenkins uh, video on, on, on YouTube, on the Uninterrupted channel, said if anybody needs to be honored, it's black men. Look what this black man just did with his platform. I don't know how many followers 50 Cent has. But that, that was that black man being a man. Is that, is that worth... Is that worth honoring him? He knew he was in the wrong or he felt ashamed or he knew he crossed the line or he did something because he removed this shit. Who these other bitches? Laughing out loud. Now, I'll tell you how I spread this shit around. Because I didn't like it either. But every time that Issa... And her friend on Insecure, Molly, every time, all of them, all the time, every time that the women address one another is bitch. Maybe that's, maybe that feeds into who these other bitches. That's why I said, this is what the, this is what we into right now to be cool and to be in the streets. Damn, that was the title I was going to use. I guess, I'm, I guess it was something about cool. Cool. 
I guess this is the game that you got to play to be cool in black America, urban America, African Americans, and in, 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 in mainstream shit that's out here in front of everything. Everybody is a nigga or a bitch. That's the reality of it right now. He goes to send some love out. And it, it, it makes you wonder, like, when do men really, when does anybody really care for anybody? When does a man really respect a woman? When does a black man really respect, respect a black woman? Because Lala was on power, she gets love. At Lala out here killing shit. I love it. Because he has no relationship to the other black, the other three black, the, the three other black women in the in the in the picture, Issa, Angelica, and Fimby. Who these other bitches? They bitches, because I don't know them. I'm pretty sure that 50 knows uh Issa Ray, to be honest. But this is our this is this is how we comport ourselves right now. This is how we I don't, and I, that's the thing, man. I don't see this shit in no other community. When you listen to a lot of rap music shit, when you when you watch our our content, our uh, our TV shows, when you watch uh, the independent movie circuit, you look at the Instagram. Like, like look at look at look at what look at what we present to the world. I'm even talking about some of them Instagram fitness models and shit. Why we go so hard at all of this shit? Why, 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 why do we go so hard at, at, at this shit? But then turn around. That's not how you can raise your families. That's, that's not how you can be husbands and wives. That's not how you can be loving fathers and, and, and mothers molding and raising the minds of young, of young people. Why we got to be so different to make money and to to uh to to be influencers or be influential or to you know to to monetize and to brand ourselves and all this shit. Why we got why we got to be so fucked up when we go to do that shit? I'm going to come back and talk about a couple of things, you know, my thoughts on the shit. Now that I told you what the issue was. So, um, I pretty much kind of said kind of how I feel. Um, I'm going to get into the comments in the comment section of this article, but let, let me talk about Snoop Dogg really quickly. Remember when Gail King, after Kobe passed away at the beginning of the year, when we when we first started finding out how fucked up 2020 was or how on shit 2020 was and Gail King sat down with um Lisa Leslie and asked her some shit about Kobe's you know posthumously asked her about Kobe and the rape case and all that shit and then Snoop Dogg 49 year old man 49 year old man I repeat 
He goes and gets in his feelings. Oh, bitch, fuck, bitch. You and that, you and Oprah, bitch ass, y'all bitches, whatever. He said he's, it was something where he called them out of their name because he disagreed with them. Now, when I disagree with, um, with, um, damn, with Carrie Champion and um, Jamel Hill, I didn't have to call them bitches because we had a, a, a um, Cause I thought they did some bullshit with 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 their program. Won't stick to sports. But Snoop Dogg, this grown ass man, and black men need to be honored. He ran out here with this. This bitch fucked the bitch, you know. Like like Gail King doesn't have sons. Like she's not somebody's wife or was somebody's wife or she wasn't somebody's daughter. I'm pretty sure Gail, Gail King has two sons, I think. At least one son. One son. But that's if, if you're young king, son king, and this, this, this 49-year-old man addresses your mom in such a manner because she did something that a lot of us didn't like or strongly dislike. But what the fuck, bro? Fifty cent here, who these bitches? And like I said, this this shit ain't this this shit ain't for all of us. Um us us everyday folks, us us people that live in between the twenties. The 20-yard lines, you know, we're not all winning and balling and all that shit. Us everyday people. A lot of us, we got we have to raise daughters. We have to love and raise and nurture daughters. We have to do shit for mothers. We have to do shit and protect and listen to and uh, interact with and love grandmothers. Tell you another thing. Some of us report to women in the workplace. Some of us get mentored from women in the workplace. Some of us are educated and poured into to go on to do bigger and better things and, and, and fulfill our lives and chase our dreams and shit after being taught by a woman. But then we get out here in public, we get out here online, and we pro what we project to the public is these bitches. Man, these bitches and these hoes, these hoes, these bitches. This shit terrible, man. Another question I would ask. When does, you know... When do you, after being, after this type of, uh, after showing your real self like this, or chasing clicks, trying to be funny, when do some women say, you know what, I know I'm supposed to go, in, uh, supposed to go um, read, or uh, what do they call that shit, Rehear not rehearsal, um, damn. When you go, uh, 
can't, not interview, but when you go to try to per- pursue a part and you got to go do the, and I can't even think of this shit. I mean, not like I do it every week or, you know, I, I've ever went to go do it. But you go to take, you know, go to try to get a role on one of his shows. And you're like, nah, that's that's really not, not the type of dude that I want to work for. I'd rather not eat. It's killing me. I can't think of this word. Hopefully by the end of this episode, this shit come to my mind. I cannot think of that word for nothing. But instead of going to uh, take a shot at being a part of one of his projects, and you you go you go work for Harvey Weinstein. In other words, you go work you go take a shot at some some white man's uh, show, some mainstream America show. You know the the creepy shit that. That that fine whatever is that Harvey Weinstein you know what he was gonna do, and maybe others like him. So the thing that kills me is because, um, because I, I I look at different pod I listen to different podcasts, I watch different YouTube channels, or I try to give them a chance. And a lot of times, man, I see brothers on here, out here, and I just, my message is just, we're not always performing. My dog up outside my window. We're not all comedians. Now, I get it, man. If, If you have your podcast, you know, if you're Drink Champs, the Combat Jack show, when it was, you know, if you have one of these more popular channels and if your brand is you big, and you can go out here and comport yourself however you want to. This is the this is you. This is your true self. This is how you eat. And this bitch, this and that bitch. You know, that's more power to you. For me, all I can do is be responsible for me and control what I can control. And I can cast my vote by not watching your YouTube channel. I'm not trying to shut you down and tell you what you can and can't do. I just know as an individual, I got to distance myself from some of this shit. I'm not watching your YouTube channel. If you sit there, nigga this, nigga that, bitch this, these bitches, this bitch, nigga, 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 I'm not watching your shit. I check you out on on, uh, Instagram. I watch a reel on there or one of your live streams and it's nigga, 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 bitch, bitch, bitch. Chances are I'll be there for about 30 seconds and then I'm out. That's all I can really do. I told you I was listening to a a rapper the other day. I I mentioned this in the last episode. I got my clothes on, put my chain on, went and got my dick sucked. Go pick this bitch up to get my dick sucked. I'm going to go buy this bitch a bag, go get my bitch a bag so the bitch act right. Ah, bro, I made it to like song four. I was like, ah, you know, you ain't got nothing to say. Got nothing to say that I haven't heard already. Okay. Damn, he, he couldn't even say that shit creatively. Every brother spitting, talking about, I'm getting a dick suck. Bar four, enter, dick suck. I got my dick suck. Get this bitch to suck my dick. You know, it, it, you can't even make no double entendre or no... No creative shit to go with it. You know, at least some of the sloppy top, something, something. (laughs) 
Again, does every anybody ever sit around and wonder, man, why is our why is our quote unquote art? Why why is this what our art is about? You letting fucked up people and people that come from fucked unfortunately that come from no 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 uh no fault of their own, but we like got a lot of people coming from very fucked up beginnings. They get out here and tell their message to the to their world, trying to escape those fucked up beginnings. And then a lot of us out here in the world want to embrace this shit and let this be what we are, what we're about. Fuck that shit, man. I reject that shit. That shit ain't normal to me. Another thing that I'm not seeing nobody call 50 Cent out for. This is, this is where the shit is really fucked up to me. This is the shit that fucking burns my ass. I'm going to be honest. Keep it a fucking buck. This shit burns my ass right here. It's the same shit I said about Malcolm Jenkins. He could have said, fuck black bitches and fuck these black assholes out here. He would have had an army of motherfuckers saluting him and saying, that's right, bro. This same shit right here with 50 Cent. Did nobody say nothing about this fuckery right here about 50 cents game. We all sat here, a large number of people sat here and let 50 cent employ a writer's room full of non-black people with power and tell you and let you let them tell the stories of how black families interact with one another, what the black household is like, how black people act, how black husbands and wives get down, how black or uh, uh, Latino side pieces act, how black professionals act, how black inmates act, how black convicts act, how black drug dealers sell drugs, how black hit men kill people, how black people, how black uh, police police their neighborhoods. You sit here and let a room full of non-black writers craft all that shit and push it off to black America that this is us. You sit here and let a room full of non-black writers sit here and write a black child killing his gunning down his black father. We let he 50 cent and Courtney Kemp Agbo or Courtney Agbo Kemp, whatever her name is. They sat there and let a room full of non-black largely. It, it, might, it might somebody through the, through the six seasons or whatever. It may have been a handful of black writers. What I'm talking about is when, when they brought the writers on to the confidential show or whatever that shit was, they came on after power it was a white man and a white woman that sat there talking about what they did with the characters and how they wrote this shit. Ain't nobody made a motherfucking complaint that 50 Cent, Curtis Jackson, and Courtney Kemp sat there and oversaw a writer's room full of non-black people, largely, sit here and tell millions of black people, my aunts, my aunt was tweeting about, was uh, posting about this shit on Facebook. I can't wait for tonight's episode. Oh, I can't wait for to, to see what Ghost is going to do tonight. My mom. I'm like, man, what? 
What these motherf- these are the people that fucking raised me. And y'all on this shit like this? Sit there and let I say that shit ten more times. The same dude who sat here and said, who these bitches, who these other bitches? In reference to Issa Rae, Angelica, and Fimby. Angelica Nwandu and Fimby Banks, a director. The same dude that said that shit sat here with Courtney Kemp and oversaw a writing room full of non-black writers sit here and tell us what black pe- how black people move and what they say and how they think and what their mindset is and how they love and how they hate, how they beef, how they resolve beef. How a mother and daughter talk to one another and Tasha and her mother on the show. Sat there and let some non-black people do all do the majority of that shit. Like I my, like my, like I've been saying, this community is quick to run out here and say who's on some colonizer shit, who is a uh, who is trying to treat some athlete like a slave, who acting like a slave owner. We quick to run out there with that shit. But when we see somebody out in, 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 in out in the front acting with the acumen or the aptitude of a fucking slave, of a former, of a free slave, and pumping shit in bullshit to his community, we silent as fuck. Silent as fuck. We don't say shit. Let a black man win a win an election. We come out the woodworks. Throwing knives and darts at that at that at that brother. Like Tupac said, man, niggas gonna hate you no matter what you do. No matter what you do. Bar. That shit should be under some shit that Malcolm X said. A quote from Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. It's that powerful. It's that much of a reality. Niggas gonna hate you no matter what you do. I hate to use the N-word like this, but that's that's some people will only understand that like that. That shit burns my ass. My central theme to this episode is we got to make our own decision of who we're going, how we're going to present ourselves to the world. What the fuck is a, what the fuck is our character about? I saw, I remember this quote, whether it's integrity or character, integrity is doing the right thing. Even when no one is watching that's CS Lewis, this other quote, uh, The true test of a man's character is what he does when no one is watching. When you're making these podcasts, 
I mean, I guess like that kind of kind of contradicts that. But when you're making these podcasts, making these uh these these YouTube live streaming and all this shit, running around acting all un uncivilized and shit, savage like. That's why you, you, you I look I sit back and look at some of this shit. The first thing you say to somebody online and it turn into beef. Just because you you had a different perspective than the person that you said something to or asked them to clarify something. Or you say, man, you really believe that? And they, they bark some bullshit back at you. Do Asians, Latinos, uh, you know, white people, do they tune into some of their live streams? What are they talking about? The average person. Are they sitting there, bitch this, cracker this, hunky this, whatever Latina beaners, whatever the other communities, whatever their racial, the racial slurs are, do they sit there and, and that's, that's, that's how they communicate? But like I said, man, black people, we seem to always be performing. Anytime you're in front of your phone, the camera on your phone, anytime you're in front of your Logitech, webcam, I got to be performing. I got to be cool. This shit's sad, man. I give a fuck about being cool. Maybe you got to be over 35 or over 37 or some shit to not give a fuck about being cool or being perceived as cool, being with the cool kids. You go to be you go to be poor Malcolm Jenkins and say some shit about black women and you a punk, you a pussy, you a uh, you a bitch ass ninja, all kind of negative shit, soft, moist. It's crazy. It's a backwards ass fucking world that I that a community that I represent. You don't know what the fuck is upside or downside, hitting you from every angle. Ain't no doubt, I. No method, man. Damn. Who who are these bitches? <laughs> who are these bitches? Who are these other bitches? Anything, I told you, anything for a giggle. Anything for a fucking giggle. Anything for some clicks, for some for a buzz. Anything to be known as the dude who will, who will say anything, I'm going to speak my mind. Put you in a nightclub in front of a microphone in a room full of 100, of 100 people and put a spotlight on you. Go be a comedian. And I, t I said this before, that's what this podcast shit, YouTube channels, it just let everybody go out here and and and, and 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 voice their opinion and show themselves. Like I said, I'm not trying to tell nobody not to go do nothing. I'm just saying all I can do is cast my vote. There's no electoral college involved. If I tune into your shit and you on some bull, you on this bullshit, this street shit, this cool shit, and this ninja, this bitch, that hoe that. I ain't watching. I'm going to bounce quickly. 
deuce. For deuces, if they even still say that shit. I'm going to keep it moving, man. Tired of that shit. That shit is that shit is lame. Your grown ass got 16-year-old daughters, 12-year-old daughter, 13-year-old daughters. And you out here, bitches this, bitches that. You've been married for 15 fucking years. 17 years. I'm going online. These bitches, all these bitches. Man, the bitch, man, this bitch, this bitch, man, this bitch titties, this bitch ass, man, this bitch. Man, that's 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 wild. That's wild. At least the dudes on TV, at least a lot of, at least most of them getting a check for this shit, you know, for acting that shit. And they know they're acting. That's the thing. 50 Cent get on there and let this room full of, uh, this writer's room full of non-black writers run wild with what how black people move. He get a bag for that shit and get four more uh, four more contracts, four more deals, or a deal for four more uh, projects to launch. I can't even watch that for life shit because it's like now you're going to get over here in front of mainstream America. You're going to put your best shit on now. Now we're going we're gonna to give a different look of black people because we over here on... Eh, this shit got me fucked up, man, to be honest with you. Was there anything else that I wanted to get to? Hmm. I'm gonna close it out with with, with, with this uh, with another with a last segment because I like I said I I listen to a lot of rap. Um, like I say I I I watch a lot of shit, listen to a lot of stuff, and my language is not always I cuss on here way more than I cuss uh, in in my everyday you know journeys and stuff. I really I really don't I really don't cuss a whole lot. But I feel like you got to come on. You got like, again, you got to get on here and you got to have some kind of edge to you. To be memorable or to be remembered or to, to, to stand out, you know, stand out, standing in. So I'm going to come back and talk about this cat who said a, who says something. He also said something about a black woman. And I, I, I kind of want to talk about I, I kind of want to do a little con- compare and contrast on it and you know just talking to myself about this rapper Willie the Kid on the other side of this break oh, I forgot I forgot I'm sorry I'm gonna get into this uh, Willie the Kid verse or part of this verse Cause I do listen to some, I do listen to some stuff that's edgy, you know, that, that ain't all on the up and up in a way. Oh shit, I ain't no, I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm no saint, but I did want to get into some of these comments on this hot new hip hop.com piece from Alex Zydell. I'm somewhat proud to see what the, the thoughts here that some people 
some people don't approve of the bullshit of this fuckery. Let me get into it. When I when I first looked at this before I went for my bike ride earlier, there was only one comment. This time to dab said, you guys are so fucking gay with these articles, man. Who gives a fuck? Now, he doesn't like the fact that they're writing this article about this subject, but he doesn't really say anything about what was said. He just doesn't like that you write these kind of articles. But again, with this celebrity shit, like, who gives a fuck? But they got to get this click. And this person obviously clicked on it. This Deathstroke... Uh, some breezy CB10 said he said what he said. He said some bullshit. Six shit, six shit said, replied or commented, Lala got a juicy booty, but not gonna lie, these articles are utter trash nuts. Nobody complaining about the real issue here, though. But you know, they try, we, we get a couple in just a second. Danny Fat Phantom says, 50 ignorant man, ignorant man, laughing out loud. Talking facts sees some things. Marketing move. Everyone knows that's why 50 did it. Stand by my mother commented, 50 Cent is a lame who tarnished his own legacy for the sake of laughs and giggles. He had, interestingly, he had nine thumbs downs for his, his statement. Only four thumbs ups. Thumb ups. Thumbs up. 50 Cent is a lame who tarnished his own legacy for the sake of laughs and giggles. Eric Iverson said classic 50, laughing out loud. Burnt Toast said 50 Cent is an idiot sometimes. He tries too hard to be funny and sometimes funny sometimes, and it comes off as ignorance and stupidity. So you see, Misunderstood came on and said, I agree. Damn, Burnt Toast had 10 thumbs down. For an honest comment, for a real comment. He had 11 thumbs up, though. This dude says some shit, some interesting shit. Pluto. I got to make a note because I want to get into one other thing before Willie the Kid. New song. Asterix. This dude right here, Pluto, said, in our country, we call such men why mama. I wonder where Pluto was from. In our country, he's got a fucking, uh, he's got a camel. I'm wondering if he's from the Middle East. He said, in our country, we call such men Wamama. And 50 proving he's acting like a woman most of the time. I don't get why some think he's gangster. He only has seven thumbs down, but he had three up. And keep in mind, Ice-T just said 50 Cent was the last real gangster rapper. That's Ice-T's another 50-year-old and up black man. Somebody replied to Pluto because real gangster said he was. Street ninja turned rapper. Pluto came back. He's standing his ground and talking his shit. Pluto said, you say it like it's supposed to be cool. And then... Somebody came for Pluto. I said it to tell your simple ass he was. Um, Pluto came back. He caught some other smoke and said, somebody said something about Eastern Nigeria. And Pluto said, the fuck is Eastern Nigeria? This is like Marvel's stupid Wakanda mistake. Wakanda is in East Africa, but gave them the West African accent 
because you all think Africans speak like Nigerians. I'm from he's from Kenya. So here's a Kenyan saying in his country, 50 Cent is a wild mama, W-A-M-A-M-A. And he's acting like a woman. And that's the whole, that's the whole reality of this shit. That's the irony in this shit. Is that this gangster, this thug, is sitting here on some female shit. In all reality, that's some shit that a female would do. A young female at that. Here's Pot C who was saying Pot C2582, who was the dude coming at uh Pluto, stop with the drama. Basically the hot new hip hop to the writer. He didn't personally go after Issa Rae. He just said, Who are these other bitches? Um Um He called a group of three other women that were in the picture with Lala and said, Who are these who are these other bitches? But here go here, here go the, the the dude to go defend the dumb dude the dumb dude shit. That's that's why we all fucked up and can't get nowhere. Harsh reality said this is extremely distasteful and corny on his part. Each of these women brings something to the table. I agree. I agree. Um, so let's move on. Now, now the one thing that I, I was going to take some time, waste, waste my fucking time. Um, 50 Cent, on, on one thing that's not removed from his Instagram page is he has a new uh, post on there about a new song for like, you know, they're supposed to be making a Kanan spinoff, like a, pre, a prequel for power, the power universe, the power verse or whatever the fuck. It's something becoming Canaan or raising Canaan, some stupid shit. And 50 has a song on there, uh, like what could be the the uh, the intro song. You know, since Power's song with him and, and Joe was so hot for so many years and so signature, such a signature part of the show. And 50, I guess, rolled out some new song on his Instagram page and was like, yeah, you know, I got a new joint. And it's, it's it's got the lyrics in it and all that, and uh, and this is again this is what fucks me up. Here he is at forty five years old, balling in the world of TV and television and 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 you know that type of shit, doing his thing. I can't deny that. But here he is with a new song, and it's talking about the same dumbass shit, the same tired shit, shit that he hasn't done in over 20 fucking years. Some street shit. We lay a motherfucker down. We lay a ninja down. Shoot a ninja. I'll put a hole in a motherfucker. Man, you sign deals, okay? You sit down with a creative team, and you come up with these shitty-ass projects about black life that you're going to sell to, 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 to urban America and African-American TV fans and, and shit. And you go and pitch this to a room full of non-black people and get money to put your stories on different platforms. I was going to record part of the song in like the first verse or something. And I, I'm selling this dope. Do what you got to do to uh, do what you got to do to get money shoot a ninja, kill a ninja, rob a ninja, put a hole in a ninja. Just all this shit that he don't even, 
And he don't even represent no more. I told you, me and my wife got married in 2003, August. We went to, um, we went to, uh, where we stayed, where we, where we went to for our, uh, we were at the resort that we went to for our honeymoon and the band that was on stage, it was like five brothers, a five piece band. And just as like a little, uh, segue song into this little performance, it was like some little, you know, impromptu comedy show that they did. Uh, and it was mainly meant for, uh, you know, newlyweds and couples and shit. But the band did a, uh, you know, an instrumental version of Up in the Club. That was 2003. 50 here in 2020 is rapping about the same shit. But nobody is saying that this shit is, this shit is fake. That's why I tipped my cap to Jay. As he became an older dude and recognized he couldn't really represent that shit no more. He couldn't get he he got some kind of code to he has some kind of integrity and some kind of character to him. Because once he became a husband of 10 plus years with be with Beyonce, a father of two or three kids. I can't get out here and necessarily spit this shit no more. It, do, it doesn't jive. 50 Cent, he obviously has no, he has no conscience. I'm going to sit out here and talk about all my guns and killing people and all this shit. Like, it's bullshit. Like, that shit is sad, bro. That shit is sad. Just to get a bag, just to be relevant. Same old, same flow, same cadence. Same bullshit ass course. Same, just the, the, the same shit. It's, it's a tired ass sample on the beat. It's, it's, a, it's a sample I've been hearing for 30 years. Dude ain't even, ain't, just no. Anyway, uh, let me get to Willie the Kid. I like this dude from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Like I said, everything I listen to ain't, ain't completely on the up and up. But I, 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 I think there's a little bit of creativity, a little bit of uh, MC to what he did here. Willie the Kid had an album out early this year called Capital Gains, G-A-I-N-S. Um, he has this single on there called Dirty Game. And at the beginning of the song, he says, baby, I like your pants. <laughs> Ass like Keisha Lance I got to the bottom of it What's up beloved I kiss her on the stomach Nothing indicative No symbolism I'm slipping off my dickies Putting down this ism I've been listening to Capital Games For like four months now maybe And even did a review of it of the, well, I don't know if I got into a whole review Or just Urged others to get his dude to listen I thought he's pretty entertaining lyricist. And tonight while I was out riding my bike in December in, in the great, in the big Midwest, the Keisha Lance shit had, I had to bring this shit back. <laughs> Keisha Lance is the mayor of Atlanta. Keisha Lance Bottom is the mayor of Atlanta. 
Willie the Kid spit, baby, I like your pants. Ass like Keisha Lance. I got to the bottom of it. Keisha Lance bottoms. What's up, beloved? I kiss her on the stomach. Nothing indicative, no symbolism. I'm slipping off my dickies, putting down this ism. Now, I think that's pretty, um, I think that's pretty creative right there. Because it's not necessarily disrespectful to Keisha Lance Bottoms. But what, I, but, but what I respect here, going back to the old age, there's the possibility here that the average, the average cat on the street goes to Google, like, who the fuck is Keisha Lance? Why don't, you know, this is Instagram. And in, in, in the average dudes, this isn't me saying it. This isn't me saying this. This is the average dude, the average cat on the street. The fuck is this Keisha Lance bitch? This an Instagram bitch? This a, this a bitch with an ass on Instagram? That's what he might say. But he would go to Google or he would go to search for her on Instagram. I believe Keisha Lance Bottoms is on there. And it is a little funny that she has that last name, Bottoms, which could be, you know, booty, ass, or whatever. But um, he could go learn that, that Keisha Lance Bottoms is the mayor of Atlanta. If it's a brother that doesn't live in Atlanta, hasn't been paying, a po paying attention to politics the last several months. Maybe some brother just learned something about somebody. Because I, like, I like Keisha Lance Bottoms. I'm going to be honest. And I do. I think she's attractive. And I've watched her. I've watched several interviews of her on TV. You know, Atlanta was a big story in in this recent election cycle um and she was in this in the public eye with that that shooting the shooting raymond harris uh, that's rayford i can't remember my man's name I, i'm sorry but the, the the brother that was shot in the back at the wendy's um uh, in atlanta then remember there was a riot there was some rioting, some protesting or whatever, and the officers stopped that car and pulled some kids out or some youngsters, some youth out. They may have even been college students or something. She was on TV for that. She was on TV when the when the governor wanted to let the, the wanted to open up uh barbershops or some shit. And they came, you know, they was like, ah, oh, you, you trying to open up all the shit that black what was that, Florida? That might have been Florida. Or maybe Georgia and Florida was on the same shit. But Keisha Lance Bottoms was on TV several times uh, for a while. There was even some talks that, you know, maybe she could have been brought into the cabinet uh, the, or, the you know, been a part of the new administration that would be coming into office, you know, in 2021. 20, uh, but what I, all, what I said about rappers when I was young, I loved the fact that some rappers gave me names and things for me to go look up. I didn't have Google back then, obviously. But they talked about Jesse Owens. They talked about um, audition. That was the word I was looking for earlier, audition. You go audition for a movie or for a movie role or a part, audition. Damn, I couldn't think of that for shit. Um, I told you it would come to me before the end of this podcast, the end of this episode. But um look at look at look at look at um look at KRS1's why is that? 
Look at all the shit in the Bible that he gave a listener, a young listener to go look up to see how brown-skinned people probably factored into the Bible. If you believe in the Bible. Or if, you know, look what look look what he gave you to chew on. Look what the look at the food for thought that he gave that he gave a fuck enough about others and he stood for something and, and, and was was of something, something of substance to say, hey, I'm, a, I'm look at what I'm talking about. Look what my thoughts are. I'm not sitting here thinking about getting my dicks up from my bitch. You know, I, I got this shit I want to talk about, this, this heavy shit that's on my mind. This is when brothers had other shit, other thoughts in their head. It wasn't some label telling them, Ah, we need that. We need that nigga and bitch shit, man. Get out of here with this. Why is that shit? But look at um, look at look at that. Look at some of the stuff. Um, you know, like I said, Jesse Owens. Um, now I cannot think of the black Rosa Parks, Rosa Parks, Benjamin Banneker, Ida B. Wells, Langston Hughes, uh, Baldwin, Malcolm X, uh. Nat Turner, Harriet Tubman, used to get all of this shit, used to get all of these different names thrown around. Um, I can't think of, you know, you get my point though. And then you would go look up who these people were. Why are you talking about him? Why did you think enough to talk to rap about Jesse Owens? And they, they didn't always mention their names in the most upstanding manner. You know, sometimes it was some street shit. But you still, because you heard the name, you went and looked up who that was. And that's kind of the mastery in being having kind of like street smarts or a certain level of education or being informed to a certain degree. Having read a book, having absorbed some shit, but still being able to go out here and appeal, you know, to the average dude on the streets. Used to do that back in the day. Now, a lot of these dudes, man, they just out here. I'm just fucking my bitches, bought my bitch this bag. And I bought this bitch this bag. I spent, I got a bag to go and buy my bitch a bag. You know, it's, 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 it's almost that simple now. So, Willie the Kid, Dirty Game, Baby, I Like Your Pants, <laughs> Ass Like Keisha Lance, I Got to the Bottom of It, What's Up, Beloved, I Kiss Her on the Stomach, Nothing Indicative, No Symbolism. And I think right here when he says Nothing Indicative, no symbolism. Like, I'm really not trying to be funny and disrespectful to Keisha Lance Bottoms. I saw her on TV. She is attractive. I think she went to school with Kamala Kamala Harris. Or they both went to, um, what was it, Clark or Spellman? I don't, I don't know. I don't know everything. <laughs> At any given moment, I don't know everything. But I think they went to the same school. But Willie the Kid was like, I'm going to give you some, I'm going to give you Nick Nogs on the street. I'm going to give y'all a little, little something to rock with. 
while I do my shit. Because I just saw uh, Willie the Kid with Rosenberg, with the Rosenberg dude. He owns a vodka brand. Uh, he owns some nightclub in, like, downtown Grand Rapids. He said something on this article, in this interview with Rosenberg, that he owns some kind of uh, streaming... It's something related to artists and music. But he's one, he's like the only rapper that, that's involved in this shit. He, he's a very entrepreneurial dude. And like I said, the name of the album, Capital Gains. He's telling me that I'm talking about some different shit. I'm a different dude. I got different, a different level of thinking. Come fuck with me. And I like I like his projects. He just put out Deutsche Marks 2. Um with this producer named V Don. It's a lot of thoughtful shit on there as well. Uh I've been I, I was listening to it earlier on my ride. But this this Keisha Lynch, it was just crazy that, like I said, I've been listening to this album the last four uh months plus. And um I never really put that bar together right there, man. But um I I, I thought that was crafty. And again, well, I, I'm not going to belabor my point. You know, beat a dead horse. Better than any shit I heard 50 Cent rap in the last seven years. A grown-ass dude sitting up trying to get deals done, TV deals done, but he's going to go out here and feed to the people who support him I put a hole in a motherfucker for nothing. I lay a motherfucker down. That's what you're talking about at 45 years old. You know? That's interesting. But, you know, he did wonders for the career of Omari Hardwick. He did wonders for the career of um, Michael Rainey Jr. He put Lala in a position to be uh, some uh, important enough to become a producer or one of the producers on this new Juju, a horror, a upcoming horror comedy. So you know it's hard to totally knock a person when they are, you know, other they are uh, when other people are benefiting from them. But like I said, I ain't supporting any and everything you put in front of me. I'm just not. All I can do in this world moving forward, the only impact I really can have is how I spend my money and how I spend my time. And any fuckery, anything out there that I deem is fuckery or flagrantly, intentionally, what is that, willfully ignorant? I think it's willfully ignorant. Anything out here really trying to set shit back for my community with no interest whatsoever and like, yeah, I, I told you some fucked up shit to, to make this bigger point. If 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 that ain't it, if it ain't nothing redeeming about it, I probably ain't fucking with it, to be honest with you. That's just how it's gotta be. That's just how it's gotta be. That's it, man. It's longer than, it's a full episode. I ain't even a half episode. But it was all off this shit. Like I said, man. At some point, real black men will be able to stand up 
and um and 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 uh you know real black men will be able to stand up without trying to be fucking cool fuck cool i just want to be me I want to represent a person that might be with a, with his lady for 20 years who went from a $60,000 house or an apartment to a $60,000 house to one to split in one vehicle to a $120,000 house with two vehicles or three vehicles to a $280,000 house to taking trips and you know whatever you know I, I want that type that I want that to be what I'm and I'm going to tell you this and I'm going to get on out of here I'm going to tell you this right now and I'm going to get on out of here We built our house a couple of years ago and this this is how shit can change for you if you live long enough and you know you're not you may not be sitting around as a 22 year old black man or any man you might not be sitting here with the the the, the, the your motivation for the day is to get your dick sucked or the fuck or the fuck you might you might have some different thoughts if you live long enough or if you 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 get into the different you get into different situations you experience different things or if you don't limit the different mindsets and and whatnot that can come into your that can come into your uh, thinking and maybe you know you 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 have a different perspective. I'm not gonna tell you that I wasn't at community college when I came, or when I was even in the navy. I'm not gonna tell you that I had a mission that night to after the club. I wanted to be fill in the blank. I'm, I'm not gonna tell you that that wasn't. That didn't happen from 94 to 98 and from 98 to, you know, 99 or some shit. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you that, but, uh, but I'm sitting here now, me and my wife are walking in our neighborhood and we pass by a lot of homes that have a, a like a, a porch that's like 15 or 15 or 30 feet long, you know, wide across the face of the house and they got you know porch furniture um you know a couple three chairs a, a little little table and whatnot and you know different color you know the, the cushions have different color schemes and whatnot and so on and so forth i can't tell you how much the last couple of months and i knew this when we bought our house You've seen this, you might have seen in one or two of my videos on Pay Me No Mind. I know I did at least two reaction videos to, to the shy on Showtime. I was sitting in this, this in, in, in the one chair that the porch that I have, it's only room for one chair. And when me and my wife are out walking, man, I'm looking at these porches like with, with the multiple chairs and that are 24, 25 feet wide. And I'm envious of that shit. 
on a spring day or late on a summer day, I would love to get from in front of the fucking TV with all the bullshit on that TV. I would like to go sit out in front of my house and enjoy my porch, man, and maybe be agitated by some fucking conversation with my wife. <laughs> nah, seriously. But I would love to go sit out in, on my porch on a porch, man, and just sit there and just just exist. Maybe listen to some jazz, drink a you know, have a beverage, wave at a neighbor. That's my thinking at 45 with my brown skin. That's something that I think about. Now, when we went when we bought our house, and I asked about a porch that was like 12 feet wide, that was like a $35,000 upgrade. And getting into our home, you know, we doubled our house payment coming into our new home. So to sit there and decide, you know, give me another, I want, I'll give me that porch and add another $35,000 uh, or, or whatever, might have been 40000 You know, I was like, damn, man, this, this shit is killing me. So it wasn't that important and I didn't get the porch. <laughs> but, um, but that's I'm just saying that's how your perspective can change uh, as you get older. And that's 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 normal to me. So instead of going out here for young people, instead of going out here and buying 12 pairs of Jordans that are all the same model with different colors. That twenty eight hundred or thirty two hundred dollars that you would that you could spend on that shit. Put that in the bank. Or find some way to invest it for 10 years, you know, or avoid, you know, spending any credit on that type of shit. So that when you go buy a house and when you meet a lady, when you get through your bitches and hoes, when you run through them and you end up with this lady that's by your side. Maybe you and her can have this fucking porch to sit there and be irritated as fuck by the conversation that she has for you. <laughs> you could only be you can only be so lucky for that to be the reality. Nah, I'm I'm kidding, man. I mean that's it, man. Let me get on off here. It's always personal. We men, are we gonna be men or are we gonna be men? What the fuck is what what is being a man? There used to be a really dope poet poem on um, on YouTube uh, of this brother that that had this this poem about uh, when I when I became a man I put away childish things. I love that poem, man. I used to listen to it all the time back in two thousand six. Uh, when I became a man, I put away childish things. Somebody like Curtis Jackson really hasn't put away childish things, but that works for him. It might not work for you. I'm out. Peace.